episode 191. Thank you all for listening to episode 190, Hornswoggle's Klondike. I am Marcus Wellington IV, here with my co-host. Crossface Jake. You got Bear Cub. And Tony Foxborough. <laughs> Tony Foxborough here. Oh, God. We're, uh, what, five weeks away? Oh, yeah, we got our drinks, too. We're five weeks away from episode uh, 200. July 18th, gonna be insane. But you gotta remember, we got, uh, I think, what did you guys think about July 11th when we do that golf outing, recording the wrestling, quote unquote, wrestling episode that week as the golf outing? See, why not? There's nothing happening in July, except for maybe some COVID positive tests. They already started taping again. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Didn't even get test results in 24 hours. Didn't even get the test results back, and they're doing it. Right. No, yeah, we. I figure we could cover a highlight wrestling a little bit, and then just record. You know, if we got, if we're in two separate cards, uh, just have two of our phones on, and then just mute the other when we're up. You know, like golfing, and just say he's coming mm. back for the swing. He's doing. Oh, uh, and it's a terrible drive. Well, we're taking somebody else's ball. <laughs> so, you know, Jake went yesterday with uh, Brandon from the Grown Ups, and they both shot a 58 on nine. <laughs> That's not good. Come on, man. We can't have you doing that. I'm only getting out once a week, and I'm still breaking 50. It was uh, the only reason I cut myself in it was because of my irons, but. The driver literally made me gain like 10 to 15 shots because they were all over the place yesterday. Can you guys actually hear him? Barely. Barely. Like I'm screaming. You're not screaming. You're talking like Jake. This is my normal voice. Sounds like he's, sounds like he's talking with his hand over his mouth. Yeah. He's wearing a he's wearing a camouflage mask that looks like his mouth. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so that's july 11th we got that uh it's 25th p and k open the final and uh we're hoping to take home the uh the gold i guess and we'll see what happens i mean we got bear is going to carry the team we know that and, but uh you know i play pretty well at times i know cody Bryant does and jake actually does hit well when he can hit well so i'm hoping we can uh get the range he was crushing him and hitting his irons real well. So hopefully when it comes down to it, like I told him and Brandon from the grown-ups, the range is one thing. When you get on the course, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Practice putting. We don't need your shots. I can do that. Yeah. Well, I told Brandon yesterday the outlier in the game was I didn't have any beer. Yeah, he didn't have any beer. <laughs> no beer for him. It's all good. So July 11th. Yeah, get a mic on him. Yeah, it'd be nice so he can hear what he's saying. Well, I'll let him scoot up a little more. The uh, He's getting closer. He's getting within that six-foot distance. I don't know how I feel about that. I, so, I, heard, him, I heard him cough earlier, so good luck. Oh, God. Uh, so thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. All right, so – uh, golf, we got the recap of points here from last week. Uh, Barry, you want to tell us how that tournament went, what happened? Yeah, it was a pretty good one. Um, there was a whole bunch of guys up there battling for a while. Um, they had, at one point, I think there was four or five people tied for the lead, and another six to seven, two shots off, and second, third, you know, all the way down to, like, 14th place. Um, Xander had a chance, and uh, – Hit a hard, hard, nasty rim out. Looks like one of my putts on 17. Had to birdie 18 to make it to the playoff. He did not. So uh, Colin Morikawa and Daniel Berger, um, both of which had a chance to birdie on 18. Um, neither did to would have won um, as they were out in groups. And on the first playoff hole, uh, Morikawa had a terrible iron. It doesn't even make sense. These guys are professionals. I mean – I get how a drive could get away, but the irons they're so flush with. And I uh, hit a bad bad iron shot, left himself in a uh, bad bad place. Um, Berger hit a shot over the green, um, almost chipped it in, tapped in, and Morikawa had a 
the dreaded two-foot putt to go to the next playoff hole, and he gave it the old lip job, too, and ended up losing. So uh, Daniel Berger ended up winning. I think it was for the first time in a couple of years. He had some pretty severe wrist surgery um, two years ago, I think. That was almost career-ending. I didn't think he'd be able to swing a golf club again with um, the surgery that he had. So it was cool to see him win. He's a, he's a good dude. And, uh, they said that out of all the young guys out there, he was the old man. And you know, I think he just turned 28, they said. So that showed you the field they were playing with and the guys that were running up front there. Yeah, and, and uh, Crawlspace Jake had a good stat that Daniel Berger has 28 consecutive rounds of par or better golf, which is pretty damn impressive. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's going to win you tournaments eventually. Um, obviously, it did. So before his wrist surgery, I mean, he was – I think he snuck into top 15 in the world. So – Obviously, he's healed up now, and uh, he might be on that path back there. So, good for him for, for winning that tournament. Um, and then coming into RBC this week, playing at Harbortown and uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina. Um, I'm happy they're playing it now because always in – I think usually they play in April, uh, mid-April, and it is always so windy there and just makes for the worst tournament. I remember a few years in a row that it would just – I mean – we're talking 40, 50 mile an hour winds and it's not even exciting to watch, you know, you wouldn't go out and play in that kind of weather if you knew it was coming. So it's not that exciting when the pros are doing it. Cause then they just all look like shit. Um, and it makes for unexciting golf. So now in the summer, I doubt it should be as windy. Um, so it should be a good tournament, but also this is a tournament where you don't get a lot of big names in there. Like there will be this week. Normally your biggest names are, uh, you know, maybe uh, Matt Kuchar, maybe Jason Day sometimes. But, again, you know, you got everyone coming in. You got Rory, Brooks, DJ, um, you know, uh, Ricky's playing, I think. I don't know if Justin Thomas is or not. But, yeah, they got a, they got a pretty, good, um, pretty good lineup coming into this week. So it should be an interesting, interesting tournament again. Well, to update from uh, last week's standings, so Brandon and Bear had speed who finished tied for 10th. Uh, Justin Thomas also tied for 10th for me, a 32 for Brooks Kepka and a 43 for Mark Hubbard, a guy we never heard of. So pretty good, Cody Bryant. <laughs> so your updated, your updated standings, Bear in the lead with 26. I'm in second with 35.1. Uh, Jake, 38.5. Brandon, 39.2. And Cody, 49.1. So first pick this week is Bear Cub. Um, I'm going to go a little off the rails this week on a guy who uh, played well last week and has um, three top 15s at this tournament in the last five years. And that's Jason Kokrak. K-O-K-R-A-K. By the way, I love his name. That gets D Dustin Johnson very excited every time he hears that name. I would guarantee it. No, I bet it does. <laughs> Kokrak. And then uh... – my pick uh, this week is one of the big names in the tournament this week, but Matt Kuchar. Mm -hmm. Has good history here, too. Uh, I think he has three top fives here probably in the last six years or seven years, so it's a, it's a good pick. All right, crawl space, Jake. I'm going to have to go with uh, DeChambeau this week. Yeah, he's going to come out angry. He kind of – he kind of choked on 18 as well. He had a 10-foot putt for birdie, which would have put him into the playoff. Um, he finished a few holes before everyone else, but uh, that number would have held, and he just barely missed the putt. So he's going to come out pissed this week. And by the way, that dude's looking jacked, and he is killing the ball. Bomber's delight. And then they, uh, showed, they showed him on the range, and he was out driving the range today, which was about 360, 370 there. So, yeah. Oh, shit, really? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Uh, and then Brandon took Abraham Answer. Good pick. Tony Foxborough, where you at? What you got? Um, you know what, man? Um, Justin Thomas. Just throwing some stuff out there. Is he playing this week? I was about to say, is he playing this week? Uh, let me see. I didn't see it. <laughs> I'm just, I just want to help you out here. I, I can't remember. I didn't think I saw his name on the list, but I could be wrong. I'll have to check the old DraftKings, see if he's there. That's what I'm doing right now. 
have to do that. Cody Bryant, see what he uh, – Yeah, he's playing, so that's good. He's good. There you go. go. All also, right. the last while – we, while we have golf here for one more thing, um, Colin Morikawa, by the way, I think they said was two or three cuts away um, from breaking Tiger's record of most consecutive cuts to start a career. I think he's – 21 out of 21 and 22 total because he played one tournament um, in one of the smaller uh, tours, which doesn't count for the PGA, obviously. So I think Tigers was 24. His first, I think he made his first 24 cuts, which is the most for someone coming on tour. Um, so he's a, you know, he's a few tournaments away from potentially breaking that record, which is very impressive. That's good. And then, you know, I, I did DraftKings last week. At one point, I was uh, 87th out of almost 30,000. Ended up finishing like 800 and some, but, you know, a little more than doubled my money, which is fine. Um, happy to finish there. I mean, I had Xander, who obviously should have made the playoff, and he didn't. I had Morikawa. I had Justin Thomas. All those guys were top three going into the final day. But, you know, it doesn't finish out that way, and, and that's okay. So uh, we got to thank – uh, Brandon, all wear clothing, allwearclothing.com. So I'll, I'll turn this one over to Tony Foxborough. All right, you got any golf scrambles coming up or any big uh, corporate events? You need pins, you need polo shirts, you need koozies, or how about the uh, paperweights or some stress relief balls? All, all wear clothing, man, they got you covered. I'm choking on iced tea right now, so I'm, I'm <laughs> <clears throat> hell. He can even print on napkins too. Oh, don't worry. He's gonna be all of our clothing is gonna be printing on tissue boxes for when we hand that to Jeremy and his crew after we whoop their ass in our sports day event. We about that yet? So to today, talk to Jeremy about playing basketball. Us four against his four, his crew. And he threw it out there, let's do a sports day. And I said, fine, let's do it. So we're going to find a day in August. We're going to hand it to him. We're going to beat him in all three sports. And then we're going to turn around and beat him in cornhole, whatever else they want to play. We know they don't want to play golf. They'll get their, they'll get their asses handed to him in golf. Yeah, it wouldn't be good for him. Now we'll play beer pong. We'll play ping pong. We'll play tennis. We'll play, what's that other one, bocce ball. We'll have, it, we'll have a trivia off with them at the end of it, too. Still beat them. Yeah. What, what's, that, what's that game that all those old people play right now? What, shuffleboard? Football. What? No. Shuffleboard? But you no. said wiffle ball, so yeah. Yeah, they, it's like a wiffle ball and a ping pong or tennis racket. What the hell is that called? They got those courts up there. What, uh, what is it? Not wiffle ball. Squash? Pickleball. Pickleball? Yeah. It's weird. They, there's Never courts up there by the basketball court. It's weird. It's like a small tennis court or like the inside, you know, the inside squares of the tennis court. Okay. It's those pretty much, but they're playing with a wiffle ball and a racket. Oh, so it's like badminton except without the birdie. Right. Without the shuttlecock. All right. Yeah, we'll beat thank them you. in that too. <laughs> You're welcome. So, again, <laughs> thank you to Brandon, All Wear Clothing, allwearclothing.com. So we got to go into NASCAR. I think I believe is next for us. If we had anything on that? Oh, NASCAR is next. It's been a couple races since the last show. We had Martinsville, and we had <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Homestead. Uh, who won at Martinsville? Uh, um, I think it was Harvick. Did, Did Harvick win there? Where did Harvick win at? Atlanta. So no, it wasn't. It couldn't have been. I don't remember. That was the Denny Hamlin. Yeah, it might have been. Hold on a second. Let me find this. Yeah, I don't remember because that was well, what. Denny Ham Thursday? I'm sorry. Denny Hamlin won at. Um, yeah, he, he won. won at Homestead. He won at Homestead. Martin Truex, Truex. Jr. won at, at uh, Martinsville. Yeah. So well, update. Duh, we should have known. Martin Martinsville. <laughs> So to up, update the standings, I've fallen back. I had a 33rd and a 25th, so I've finished outside the top 20 in my last three races. Uh, Brandon had a 29th and 27th with Cole Custer and Joe Logano. Bear with Logano and Kyle Busch, 3rd and 6th. I had Almirola, Almirola and Kenseth, 33rd, 25th. Of course, Almirola finishes 5th in the last race, picked him for the wrong one. Uh, Byron and Keselowski finished 8th and 10th for Cody Bryant. 
And Crawl Space Jake, DeBenedetto, and Eric Almirola, seventh and fifth. So your updated standings, 9.4 for Jake, 10.9 for Bear, 15.2 for Brandon, 15.5 for Cody Bryant, 17.5 for me. So this week we are at Talladega, which is uh, you could just throw a dart at a board because anybody could win that race. So this week, uh, the first pick is Crawl Space Jake. Oh, Jesus. Uh, give me uh, give me uh, Kurt Busch this week. It's a pretty good pick. Kurt Busch does well here. Anything's a good pick. Yeah, you're right. Go ahead, Bear. Especially the way they've been racing. They've been really aggressive, so it's going to get ugly. I have a feeling. It's going to be one of those. There's going to be eight cars left and a green-white checkered. I just have a feeling. Um, yeah, I mean, the last few, you know, the last couple of years, Blaney, Elliott, Amarola, Logano, Kozlowski, Stenthouse, Logano, Kozlowski, Logano. So, uh, you know, not much out there. And, um, you know, there was usually uh, it comes from outside the top ten or where you start, except lately um, four or I'm sorry, five of the last six winners have started inside the top ten. Um, so it'll be interesting. Man, I've been I've been thinking about this one for a while. I I see that as you get to your picks, that's who I kind of wanted, but I just have a feeling he's going to wreck, so I'm staying away from that. Um, you know, I took him, so you know he's finishing outside the top twenty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I just I kind of want to pick one of those like just guys that are just like a M Michael McDowell or Timmy Hill or some Brendan Gone, who was like fifth here last year. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the young guy. I think one of the younger guys is gonna win. I'm gonna go with Byron this week. I was about to say, you're going to probably go with Byron then, aren't you? Yeah, I think that number 24 has a couple wins at that track. So we'll see if he can go back. They always have fast cars here. So Brandon took uh, Brandon took Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who I am also taking. Sorry, Brandon, when you finish outside the top 20 for the third week in a row. Four weeks for me. So Cody Bryant, up to you, my friend. All right, I need – all right. Uh, I need some help, man. I need somebody that's like an aggressive-ass driver. Dale Earnhardt Sr. Whoa, that's a lot. <laughs> aggressive driver? Um, yeah, man. I mean, just come out. Stenhouse is aggressive. I mean, of all of them, it's, Stenhouse is the aggressive driver, honestly, at these tracks. Oh. Uh, I already picked him, though. Yeah, I already picked him. I was going to say, already, come out here just, just to wreck shit. There's, you already picked uh, Logano. I was going to say Logano, too, but you already took him. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson picked it to win here. Who? Jimmy Johnson? Nah, man, he's scary. He's scary. He old. Yeah. Well, I just picked Brad, for, I picked Brad Kozlowski for you last week. Got you a 10th, and I got myself a take, Hey, take take <laughs> Bubba, man. You yeah, don't Bubba you Bubba yet. Take Bubba. Bubba does run well here. You know what, man? I'm going to rock with Bubba this week, man. I like that. One bad, one sound, man. We can't. We get. We got to stick together. Especially with the, with the dude trying to – whoever that driver was. It's just a lot of drivers trying to troll this weekend in NASCAR, man. It's just kind of trying to discount the cause. kind of messed up. Oh, with the Blue Lives Matter car? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was Xfinity, you know? wasn't it? Yeah. And then uh, – I didn't even know who that back, guy was. Go back to that doc. I feel slighted because I didn't get my win highlighted in blue. I feel like that's bullshit. Everyone else gets their wins highlighted in blue. Oh, my bad. I didn't realize you won. There you go. It's so in blue. Dub, too. I think we all have a win this year now. Oh, yeah, we do. I missed Dub. You're absolutely correct. I was just looking. I was like, I don't have a win this year? I was like, God, man. My worst finish is 19. Yeah, his, his worst finish is 19 twice. Jake has a first, seventh, 19, 12, six, fifth, 19, six, 11, 15, 7, and 5. Who'd you pick this week? He's got Kurt Busch. All right, he'll wreck first. <laughs> Probably. There we go. So, a um, few other things from NASCAR. Uh, the All-Star race moved from Charlotte to Bristol July 15th. It's very Benedetto loves it. Yep, very smart of them. That's that's good. Well, did they say if they're, if they're going to have any fans at that point? I would imagine they will. I mean, they already have fans. They just had fans in Miami, so – yeah, if it wasn't a Wednesday, we could consider. But our 200th episode is that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Not, and not for the All-Star race. I wouldn't even go to that. Not exciting. Well, if they had a double race that weekend. 
If, yes, but they don't. How they do it for sure. Yeah, I know. That's what sucks. Uh, and then 2021, Dale Jr. Hall of Fame class for NASCAR. What do you think? Yeah, deserve. I don't know if they need to be retired for five years like the NFL or whatever the hell it is, but, yeah, Jr. should be in. He's got a lot. Can you, can you even really technically retire from NASCAR? Yeah, you never go back in a car. That's what Carl Edwards does. Well, didn't Junior just race last week though in Xfinity? <laughs> I think yeah, he, did. he he's retired from Cup, and he's just been doing Xfinity. And then he was in second. He probably could have tried to win that race, but I've watched him in these races. I think when it gets down into that like green white checkered situation in overtime, he backs away to let the younger guys go, and that's kind of what he did. He backed off and let the younger guys go at it, which I respect for it. And he always did say he was going to race his way back down. He retired from Cup, but he was going to go back down into, like, uh, Xfinity, maybe trucks, and then sprint cars, because that's what he always wanted to do. Maybe go be Kyle Busch on the trucks, then. Well, Chase Elliott did that on his first try at Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Got that hundred grand. Yep. I was uh, – not to brag on myself, but I was uh, a William – or a Eric Amarola pivot – um, off of William Byron at Miami from hitting the nuts in NASCAR last week would have been the top lineup. And I, all I played was of course the 25 cent tournament in that. Of course. I won, 20, I won $25 on it, you know, so that's a thousand times my investment, but ugh, that was, that was disappointing. Yeah, that dude, you were, you crushed it. I finished like third, I think, and you were like more than a hundred points ahead of everybody. Yeah. That's what I, I I think I had 356 in DraftKings. I, I, and I won some money. That's what you did for ours, yeah. Yeah, I think I won, like, I think I put that one in a, that was in maybe the single entry $1, and I finished, like, uh, 15th or something. So, it wasn't too bad. But, yeah, I was, I was a William Byron pivot to Eric Amarola, which would have gotten me the, the top spot. So, that's Damn. my one, my one for the year. I always have one, it seems like, and I play it in the wrong effing tournament. Yeah, I had one, I think it was last year, where I finished uh, top 10 out of like a 1,000 people or something like that and won some crazy money. Uh, when you said, I hope you played I hope you played a bigger tournament than ours because I had beat people by like 200. So Kyle Busch dominated that entire race and led like 400-something laps at yep. risk of something crazy. And um, this year I've been doing terrible, though. Like I think I have a good lineup, and they just suck. And it's the same as my picks here. I dominated NASCAR for our podcast last year. This year, not so good. Yeah, they – and it's interesting the way qualifying has been going. You know, it's – they price them a whole much different. So, it's a lot harder to pick these guys on DraftKings than it used to be when you got Jimmy Johnson starting 40th and he's a top guy and you just don't get that. You know, they're not qualifying like normal. So, you know, you get – you'll get Kyle Busch starting eighth and he's having just a terrible year. I don't know if it's the car or if it's him, but – Who's that, Kyle? Oh, Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, he's he's still, like – he's not doing shit, but he's still, like, fourth in points. Yeah, I know. I just mean from the, the racing standpoint, you know, normally he's got a couple wins by now, and he just – Oh, yeah. It's not like he's even contending, though. I mean, he's just – he's there. No, like, he's, he's, he's led, what, finished. one race this year? Yeah, I mean, even – he was down to 20th and a lot down in Miami, and he worked his way back up to sixth and still was 18 seconds behind the leader. I mean, behind Hamlin, he just didn't – I mean, he would, you know, just the times he's getting passed and all that just looks, I don't know, something doesn't look right with his car or the way he's driving it. Maybe he just doesn't care this year. I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, it is Kyle Busch. I yeah. think you're absolutely correct. No, he uh, had different paint schemes for this week, too. I don't know if you saw them. They're pretty decent. But, it's. Uh, I mean, there's a lot going on. I mean, in Did the results – Go ahead. Did you see the bar stool doing Clint Boyer's car? No. Are they? Yeah. I um. Is it? Uh, well, maybe it's no. Maybe it's next weekend. I can't remember. It's either this weekend or it's next weekend. But it's the uh, they put it's all bar stool sports, but it's back to back World War champs, all that. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty funny. I I think they said it was for this week, but it's the Fourth of July car, which is odd because it should be for a couple weeks. Yeah, Kyle Busch. So. He's ninth in points right now, seven top tens, six top fives. His six top fives are tied with Denny, Blaney, Chase Elliott, and Kevin Harvick. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it. No, I agree. Denny Hamlin's won three races already this year. 
This is his year to get a title. Yeah. Hopefully he does. I know we were hoping for it last year, but Kyle won, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think what Logano won two of the first four and hasn't won one since. Right. Not many winners. I mean, you got Bowman has a win, Truex has a win, Chase has a win, Harvick has two, Logano has two, Brad has two, and Denny has three. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Um, but we got to thank Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not. Talladega, Alabama. Talladega, Alabama. You want to give him a shout-out, Cody Bryant? Oh, let's see, let's see. Since he's not cutting any yards down in uh, Talladega, Alabama, he can get you anywhere pretty much in uh, northwestern Ohio. So you can – any type of lawn needs, landscaping, you need uh, you need some mulch put down, you need your shrubs trimmed or cut, you need a tree removed, tree, stub, or tree stumps. We got you, man. Well – uh, not Northwest Ohio. He serves about 5% of Northwest Ohio, <laughs> just Toledo <laughs> and the surrounding areas. Early he won't serve Sylvania. But we thank Sean. He's going to – yeah, we're going to thank Sean. I mean, he's, he's helping us out with our, uh, our purchase of liquor again this year for episode 200. The pod beats Patty Boggs 2, Deuce Boogaloo. Looking forward to that day. we still got our spot reserved. Uh, Sparty Steve is going to make it. And uh, he, I told him he's got a drink with us because uh, we're going to have roughly 15 to 20 people there, and all drinks count. So everybody's drink counts. So in the beginning, we need to take, like, two shots right off the bat so we get 40 drinks out of the way. we got to do something. So looking forward to that day. We're going to have a good time. Just do not. And I repeat to Jake in the screen, who's sitting behind me, and Cody Bryan in the screen, do not give Bear Covington the first any Jack Daniels. I wouldn't drink. Why is that? <laughs> no shots of Jack for Bear Covington the first. Wait, I want to know why. I don't say why is that. I, because I'll start throwing mics and shit. I get angry. <laughs> I'll throw the parrot right out that window and he'll hit le- or right field there really fast. <laughs> don't do that. It's my birthday weekend, you asshole. Well, we're going to see if you can fly. <laughs> not a parent anymore. I'm a cross space person. He's a cross space. He's just a cross space. Then, then no Jack, and then everything will be okay. I, I'm fine. I'm bringing crown peach and iced tea. So you're bringing that. Uh, you guys got to let me know what you want me to what what you want me to have. Crandall's quality landscaping. Get for our uh, drinks that day. Oh yeah. Well, he can do it. I guess. <laughs> What's that? He can do it. Yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna buy some of it. Um, we got to see what you want him to get us to to buy. We'll have the people that are coming themselves maybe bring their own beers, things like that. We'll have liquor for us. Uh, Cody Bryant, what do you want to drink that day? Uh, I just need some Bacardi, man. But what kind? There's like several kinds. The clear. That's, there's only one kind. What are you talking about? There's only one okay. kind. Bacardi Light, man. Want. That's it. Oh, Bacardi Light. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted that one. Like uh, they got the dark, and then they got Bacardi One Fifty One. No, no. They got all oh, that no. shit. On. There's so much. Oh no, I will never do One Fifty One again. Well, dude, if you do One Fifty One, though, you got to remember this: a shot of One Fifty One will count as two drinks. Yeah, but four shots, and I'll probably be dead. Be Pass out on the table. <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> what if we get you some absinthe? Oh, no, that that's be, even worse than 151. Yeah, that could be three drinks. Yeah. Dude, you need one of those uh, – hell, you need a NASCAR suit just to pour it. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> oh, God. We, we had that down in Daytona our senior year for spring break, man. That was – took shots of that. Ugh. First time I had it, they're like, try this. It's absolutely – what's that? They're like, oh, you'll like it. <laughs> but died right there on the beach. Yeah. Some scary shit. I know a lot of people mix that with moonshine or, you know, make their moonshine with that. No, nah, man. 151, I'll need a new address. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you probably will. <laughs> you can sleep in my crawl space with crawl space parrot Jake. <laughs> I'm not going to go down there. <laughs> no, you do not. All right. So crawl space Jake had some notes here about baseball. What's going on with that crawl space? 
up until today, it wasn't looking likely that they were going to play, but I saw today that they uh, proposed a new, um, like a last kind of final ditch effort towards it. I think it was like 40 or 50 games, but the players want full prorated pay. Um, for the whole year? No, for the rest oh, of the season, the they want okay. full prorated pay. Um, so I think they're gonna they're gonna be figuring that out within the next few days. So we'll know a lot more next week what's gonna happen with baseball. But um, but like I said, up until today, it was not looking likely that they were gonna have the season this year. I will say that, at least in my eyes. Yeah, I seen that today too, and um, as you know, I this is the closest that they've gotten to the original agreement. Um, I seen about probably about an hour or so ago. Um, this is from Ken Rosenthal, um, the guy that thinks he's cool, but he wears a bunch of ugly bow ties on TV every game. Uh, <laughs> they are Ken Rosenthal. Stop it! You're not Craig Sager. But anyway, um, it's uh, they're proposing sixty games in seventy days with the season starting July, the weekend, like July 19th or the 20th, um, of the full prorated salary that the players have been asking for, and then the expanded playoffs from 10 teams to, what, I think 16 or 18 um, in 2020 and 2021. So, but then the players would also have to sign a uh, waiver of uh, any grievances um, against MLB, basically for any uh, COVID-related issues. So, which I guess is probably the closest they're going to get to their full salary for a prorated season like they wanted, uh, the players-wise at least. And um, they uh, and they just signed, MLB just signed a, like a $4 billion extension or something like that. Um, with TBS for the playoffs, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's – yeah, it might be somewhere close to that, yeah. So, I mean, it's not – and I think that right there makes the players, you know, like, hey, you got this money coming in, you know, if you don't have us playing with the – you know, with the uh, expanded playoffs, then, you you know, all that money is basically going to go to waste. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I think uh, I think we might have a season. Yeah, they were showing – I saw somewhere, and I'm trying to find it, and I can't. They were showing some of the salaries, and they said with the way it would be, Trout, supposed to make like $33 million this year, would like make like nineteen four. I mean, yeah. I don't know how he'd be able to live off that. I, I feel so bad that he'd have take that cut i mean who could live off 19.4 million dollars mm. i know i hire on 19.4 million dollars yeah it's time it's time to sign something or if this doesn't get done baseball's done for at least two years guaranteed it might die ah it's not going anywhere if they could survive the strike in 94 and then the quote-unquote steroid era That'd be all right. People the steroid still... era gave them the most viewers ever. Exactly. So, I mean, now it's just after the fact that it's the writers more that that care about the quote-unquote steroid era than any of the players really do. They'll be dead soon. Right. Well, I think, if anything, most of the uh, – hell, if anybody would be dead soon, it would be the average age of the fan in baseball. I think the average age is like 52. Yeah. Makes sense. Cody Bryant, you're right up there at, what, 54? <laughs> Close enough, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good, all good. Uh, so we'll see what happens in baseball. Um, you know, we got to thank Brittany at Verizon. Verizon's a true technology business partner, helps local businesses deploy technologies that positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, they do not wait for the future. Get in touch with the sales rep in your area, verizon.com. So with uh, the NBA, uh, Crossface Jake put in here. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so they expanded the postseason rosters from 15 to 17 players um, for this when they start up. Um, 
So that should be good to give more players a chance because I've seen with this whole Kyrie, it's like Kyrie opposing them going back to play. I mean, a lot, a decent amount of players are saying that they don't, they don't want to go back and play. So that'll be good that they get the expanded rosters. Um, Isn't Kyrie hurt anyway? Yeah, Kyrie's hurt. He's not playing. Yeah. What what do you think about that, Cody? These guys are uh, kind of speaking out. Uh, about not playing? Yeah. I, I mean, I understand it. I mean, a lot of – there's still a lot of unknowns with the COVID. And when you go down to Florida, who had – they're spiking in cases once again, and they're talking about shutting everything back down. And, you know, you're expected to go – to this plate, basically, you're expected to go to ground zero and stay there for, you know, two to three months, either with your family or without your family in a bubble that um, after certain playoff teams, like once they start the playoffs, once teams are eliminated, they're going to let, uh, they're going to open up some of those hotels up to, um, you know, outside people just visiting Disney. So then you basically, your bubble, I mean, they're going to move teams, you know, as well. But, you know, you're shrinking that bubble more and more the longer you're there. So, you know, you have that risk too. And you've already played roughly, what, 60, 70% of your season right now anyway. So, I don't know. I mean, I understand it. You know, I understand the guys that don't want to play, but then I also understand the guys that want to play. Because, I mean, you know, this is still your job, and this is how you make your money. This is how you take care of your family. So, you know, I mean, I can understand it from both sides. But I don't know, man. I'm curious to see what will happen. I mean, if – and how many guys really are out there that don't want to play. I just don't know if I would have Kyrie Irving and, and Dwight Howard as, like, my spokesman. But. <laughs> you mean the guy that thinks the earth's flat? Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, flat earth guy. And then the guy that came in and said he wanted to bring – he wanted to be, like, the first, like, uh, you know, like, uh, out there, out outward Christian MVP. And – oh, yeah, you don't remember Dwight Howard said all that when he first got in the league? No, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I do yeah. Dwight Howard wanted to be like you know, he wanted to be like the the Tim Tebow of the NBA, and he's got what like he's got a few kids and got. Uh, I ain't gonna put that on. Never mind. Doesn't he? Uh, doesn't he like a certain kind of interesting fetish around? Yeah, yeah. He two? there's some. Yeah, there's some interesting things that he likes done to him mm-hmm. uh, behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him and, him and allegedly, yeah, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, Alleg- right, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, slander that allegedly. Right, right, right. Rumor and innuendo. Right, right. Well, hell, at about this point in time, Dwight Howard and I got about the same amount of money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also Magic Johnson has a docu documentary set for 2021 that'll be a good one as long as they don't let him talk (laughs) terrible (laughs) get Larry Bird to talk be very quiet the uh right um, (laughs) so we gotta gotta also thank Cassandra PNC visit her at the White House branch until August 21st or give her a call 419-877-0634. She can help with all your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She is there to help. On to the NFL. NFL pledges $250 million over 10 years to fight systematic racism. Pretty big of the NFL. Oh, they got to stop it in the NFL first before you start paying for it elsewhere. They could use that to pay themselves to stop it. Right. And then what did, what did you think of uh, Goodell's apology and uh, his support to try to get Kaepernick on a team? I know you mentioned it last week, too, that you felt he, he supported that in the past. Yeah, 
he's supported it in the past, but I, I don't know. My thing, if, if you're commissioner of the league and you have – you basically have the power to get someone signed or not, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just – it sounds good. It sounds good, but then at the same time, when you had that type of power, you could have had him somewhere anyway. So, right. I don't know. It's just kind of – it falls flat to me. Right? So, yeah. Especially, yeah. like, like him and uh, – was it Pete Carroll? He came out like, well, yeah, we, we, we looked at him and we thought about signing him. Then you should have signed him. You could have signed him. It's right. not like – I mean, you know, like, it wasn't – at that point in time, you know, Kaepernick wasn't even trying to be a starter. But I guarantee if you put him on the Seahawks behind Russell Wilson, you know, like you, you wouldn't have to worry about him being a starter. He'd just be second string. So, I mean, it, it, and at that point, he said he would come on and be a second string guy. So any of this, you know, anything now about teams that saying they were interested or they are interested in them, you know, it's just – uh, I, 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 to this point, man, to borrow a, a phrase from the, the, the young kids now, you know, it's kind of more of a get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Well, I thought you were going to say it's lit. No. <laughs> no. What them, kids, <laughs> what them kids say these days. Yeah, um, man. No, yeah, I saw, like, the Chargers coach had come out and said that right. he's, like, an yeah, emergency workout, shit like that, yeah. <laughs> He's on the workout yeah. list, the potential signing list for the workout. Right. Like, oh, right. You have Tyrod, yeah. Tyrod Taylor is your starter, but yet, you know, you want to give Cap a workout because he's a potential emergency quarterback. Come on, man. No shit. Oh, God. So, uh, Gronk and the Bucks. I don't know what this is all about, so I'll let Crawl Space Jake talk about this with the uh, football equipment. There's a high school football team in Florida that lost everything in their uh, sport, all their football equipment in their storage shed due to a fire. So, Bucks uh, came together and they're replacing all their equipment with brand new stuff. Uh, I just thought that was pretty cool, so I just added that in there. Good for them to do. Pretty good start. I saw they uh, also put the, those pictures out there of Brady in his uniform. Um, looks good. I like hearing him say, Go Bucks. You know, I know it's not the same box, but it's still fun to hear. Dude, Tom Brady, Tom Brady looks like the freaking generic football athlete in the East Bay catalog. Right? No, he does. <laughs> he really does. In the all in the all clothing catalog. Again, allworkclothing.com. Tom Brady is the uh, mascot for all clothing. You're going to see Tom Brady in his OTL shirt soon. That's right. Official yeah, spokesman. That'd be awesome. Yeah, if you wore an OTL shirt, maybe we should ship him one. He could wear it. Right. Just start finding their addresses, just start shipping random people our shirts. Yeah, we could ship it to uh, Portnoy, and then he could turn around and say we suck. And like, hey, we got the publicity. <laughs> yeah, or or he would just put us on. That would work, too. Yeah, that could work. And then we all just leave our jobs and families, and we work for Barstool now. Where, where are they even based out of? In uh, Boston? Is he in Boston or New York? I know he's from Boston. I think it's Boston. I'm not sure though. Yeah, I know he's down in Florida. Go ahead. I say, y'all might get y'all might get hired at Barstool. Me, I don't know yet. <laughs> you would it's if it's in Boston. Yeah, it's a package deal, Cody Bryant. They got to take all four of us. <laughs> I don't want to be like the Carl Crawford of the, the group. Of... <laughs> it's fantastic. It's <laughs> Damn. The uh, Kyle Shanahan got a six-year contract extension. What do you think about that, Bear? Deserve. I mean, obviously he can coach, so see what He's he does here the next couple of years. Well, he can't win that game. The thing is, is that eventually, eventually someone's going to catch on to what they do. It's happened, you know. Everyone's got a good scheme and plan for two years, and then coaches adapt and figure it out. So once they realize that whole 
run and gun, you know, with all these nice tricks and that, and you got three, four running backs that you can use. And then, oh, by the way, we're going to throw a play action to Kittle and it's going to work because everyone bites on the run. That's great. But once people start stuffing them in the backfield and Garoppolo's got to throw, you know, 30, 40 times a game to win a game. That's the problem right there. Done, but not enough to prove that he can do it consistently. Like, you know, an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, those guys can. So it's, it's well done, but I, you know, Shanahan is still, you know, he's a good mind, a good coach. So it'll be, uh, I think they'll keep the Niners up there for a few more years. Yep. I agree. Uh, we had Zeke and multiple Cowboys and Texans tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, that was kind of the last thing about that, but they're all expected to be fine. Uh, NHL, right. NHL plans to reopen camps July 10th. Looking forward to that. I, I want some playoff hockey. It'll be sweet to see some playoff hockey in August, you know, see what's going on there. That'll be sweet. Uh, it'll be fun, man, with all these playoffs coming up and basketball and hockey being the summer, something we're not used to, and the NFL go right into the NFL season. Um, but we, you were saying, what, basketball would be going into October. Yeah. Yeah, the NBA playoffs, which is crazy, uh, which would be fun, man. During the during, – we'll see playoff basketball, playoff hockey during the beginning of the NFL. That would be pretty cool to see. Um, yeah. Oh, WNBA is getting ready to start up too. Shout out to them. Um, they're talking about – no, uh, my bad. Go ahead. No, you're good. I, just do your NHL. Mine was off topic a little bit. No, I was saying the WNBA, they're starting back up. They're talking about, I think, a 20-game se- – 40-game season, I think, with 22 teams. So – and then um, – which I don't know. It'd be probably, it'd probably be kind of cool to see the NBA do it. Um, their playoffs, they're going to do a single elimination tournament until you get to, I think, the conference finals and finals. And it'll be a five-game series. So, I don't know, man. It'd be kind of cool. But, yeah, shout-out to the WNBA, man. They, they kind of get caught in the shuffle or lost in the shuffle a lot. And if you are trying to get you somebody from the WNBA, you can get in touch with Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. <laughs> yeah, reach out to Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com if you want any sort of lady, especially possibly one in the WNBA. Um, you know, after we all get back out to the world here, it would probably be a good idea to uh, spruce up on that game and uh, reach out to Connell Barrett. So by the time the second wave hits, you'll have a uh, house buddy that you can hang out with and uh, maybe watch some WNBA or play some WNBA or play with basketballs or whatever you like to do. So if you're looking for that, reach out Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yes. And uh, I know Crawl Space Jake wanted to get something in. What, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say that I saw that Ohio State, too, they're making all their football players sign waivers to come back. Speak up, son. I said Ohio State is making all their football players sign waivers to come back into the university and start, you know, training for the football season for camp and all that. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. It's like uh, it's like some type of health agreement, basically, to, um, to, you know, like make sure you get a flu shot and you do all these other little, um, like, uh, health required, like doctor-related uh, things, you know, maintaining your distance and, and all that good stuff, but you know, they Columbus can't fuck up the money cart down there. That's the only thing keeping that city going. No, you're absolutely right. Um, the one thing I did want to mention is uh, yesterday. It was actually yesterday. Uh, yesterday was the 50th anniversary of the death of former Bears running back Brian Piccolo. Which, if anybody's seen the movie Brian's Song, it's all about that. Passed away. Uh, from embryonal cell carcinoma, uh, June 16th, 1970. So it's been 50 years. He was uh, with the Bears, of course, 26 years old when he died. Uh, crazy it's been 50 years. And my dad, you know, loves that movie. He talked about that. And dad was a kid when that all happened and talks about Gail Sayers and all those things. So uh, pretty neat uh, that, you know, hearing that from my dad. And I've watched the movie with my dad. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of kind of upsetting and tragic, you know. But um, I couldn't believe it was 50 years. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. So are you guys ready 
for sports trivia. Oh, and then before we get to trivia, today is also the anniversary of uh, the iconic quote by one Meta World Peace. Uh, Kobe passed me the ball. Kobe never passes the ball. When he hit that uh, three in the finals to uh, help the Lakers win the championship. Well, we're going to mention – I'm not going to mention Meta World Peace, but I do got a lot of stuff for on this day. Uh, I do have a lot of things here for on this day. We'll get to that. He thanked his therapist today. That's good. And uh, I do want to say, I don't know if you guys saw as we get into trivia, Joel Embiid did say after nine years in America, he finally got his driver license. (laughs) Hey, he got it a lot sooner than most people born here. Yeah, no shit. All right, so, uh, Bear, do you have the updated standings, sir? Sure do. Uh, Mr. Wellington has 448 points. Mr. Cody Bryant has 384. Myself with 395. Parrot still stuck at 199. Dub with 29, and Wes Anderson with 7. How many did you say uh, crawlspace Jake has? 199. One away, but he said he wanted to stick with Travis. So here we go. First question, we're just going to spout off the answers, I think. Um, let's start off with a one-pointer. True or false, Christian Leitner led the Dream Team in free throw shooting percentage in the first 1992 Summer Olympics. Could this actually be true? Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll say, say true. true. I can't remember when he played, though. I'm going to say true as well. I'm yeah, so he went one, watch, he went one for one. Right. 100% yeah. probably. Right. So we got true, 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 false. 18 of 20. Damn, he played that long, that many times? Oh, they were beating the shit out of everybody, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, next up, two points. We have a multiple choice question. Who is the New York Giants career leader in rushing touchdowns? So I'll type mine in my phone. Oh, there we go. There you go. (laughs) Never mind. So you guys just say your letters. What's your letter? I'm not even looking at the answers. I also have B, B. I'm going to go A. B, 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 A. So we'll see what we have here. It'll be C or D, guaranteed. Brandon Jacobs. Brandon Jacobs is it. So good job, Cody Bryant. Give the man two points. Tiki Barber was B for us. Rodney Hampton was C, and Joe Morris was D. I don't even know why I guess the obvious choices anymore. Oh, I was going to say Tiki before it was even multiple choice. Oh, so would I. Yeah. Oh, Tiki had 50. There we go. Tiki had 55. Tiki Finally, had 60 fumbles. Right. Here's so five points. Yeah. Here's a, here's a tricky one. Five points. One that you guys can go around guessing answers. Least amount of points to highest can be the order. First person to get it gets the five points. There were seven teams in the NFL last season with 30 touchdown passes or more. Raven Saints, Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys, six of them. Which is the other team? Very surprising is the hint. So least amount of points I think here is Jake. So Jake, give your answer, sir. Give me Cleveland. Jake says Cleveland. Incorrect, Cody Bryant. I'm going to go the Vikings. Cody Bryant with the Vikings. Incorrect. Bear. Hmm. He says very surprising. So give me um, me the Jets. Jets. Jays. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with the Panthers. Incorrect. Back to Jake. Uh, give me Pittsburgh. Ooh, I don't think they threw a touchdown pass in the last uh. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Cody Bryant. Uh, the Texans. Incorrect. Bear. <laughs> um... I hate how he says very surprising. <laughs> That's like, right. how do I know it's not sarcasm? Um, give me the, uh, give me the chargers. 
The charges. Incorrect. I got to go back up to these teams here. Ravens, Saints, Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys, and Chefs. Ugh. Uh, I'm going to go – I'll go the Lions. Not really surprising, but well, – Stafford was hurt. Jake? Uh, give me the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Not a bad guess. Incorrect. Cody? Uh, the 49ers. That's a good one. Bear? Give me the Giants. That was going to be my guess last time. Hey, Daniel Jones. Danny Dimes. The one with the Giants. Damn it. You mean Danny Dimes had more than Jimmy G? And Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. on that list. I was like, well, if it's surprising, it's not going to be the Packers. <laughs> so Here we go. With that. Oh, God. <laughs> he didn't stop. We're going 12, <laughs> rounds on this, 12 rounds on this Steph Curry debate now. Just kidding. But why throw Steve Nash under the bus? That was uncalled for. The guy actually was one of the best shooters as well. Just because no, he didn't just... shoot much doesn't take away how great of a shooter. He was pass first and very smart when it came to his shot selection. I think you guys are sort of missing the part about best shooter. Not player, not clutch, not defender, not anything else but pure shooting. Switching Now, hold on. I think Bear ended the episode right. 283rd current, current <laughs> in shooting, right? Wasn't that it? Yeah. Something like that. Or all time or something. Even then, all time, 283rd. It's terrible. Uh, even then, switching gears, you guys were talking about the Golf Club 2019 a few weeks ago. I love that series. I was a big Tiger Woods PS2 guy and haven't played a good golf game since. But I picked up the Golf Club 2, loved it. I had a team game at my local library night before the virus hit, so since they've been closed, I was able to keep the game for two months. <laughs> uh, I finally did have to take it back a couple weeks ago. Putting is definitely a challenge. Some tourneys, I feel like I mastered the putting system and can get on a roll with others. I feel like I have no clue what I'm doing anymore. The next version of the game, they're calling it PGA Tour 2K21, completely different, which we're looking forward to. Comes out in August, I believe, so I'm pumped up for that one. That's all I got this week. See you for wrestling. Owen Bear, Curry's field goal percentage is over two points higher than Ray Allen. Mike, drop back at you. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> I love it. Um, but, yeah, the game – like uh, Shiv and Brandon and I, Brandon and I play almost every night, and Shiv gets on every other night. And we play that two that uh, twenty nine golf club twenty nineteen, and their HCP bear. I don't know if you can explain the HCP. Not the handy. I don't know if they're calling a handicap, but with the HCP, you actually want to be higher. It's weird. It's not like your handicap when you want it to be lower. Because I saw that I was shooting like twelve under, eleven under, ten under, and with the slope figured in, I would go up in my HCP. And so I was like, well, let's see if this is right. So we played the handicap on in the game. And, then, yeah, I had to give 13 shots to Shiv on an 18-hole round in a golf game. Needless to say, he beat us. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I, I don't know who would play that one, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. and uh, But, no, I love the game. Looking forward to uh, 2K21. It's going to be fun. They're going to actually have some, I think, pro golfers in it and, and most of the pro courses, so looking forward to that. In this 2019 game, you have to find ones that were created by people, but they're still pretty good. Um, and looking forward to, again, that's August 21st as well, same day as PNC closes in White House. So at least I'll get me a nice game uh, when my bank closes. All right, so some information I had. I don't know if you guys saw this. Crazy but true, in 2003, Sean McVay beat out Calvin Johnson for Georgia High School Football Player of the Year. Yep, I think I saw that a couple times. Not surprising. You know, he led him to a state title. He had back-to-back 1,000-1,000 seasons, uh, threw 58 touchdowns, I think, in his career. Pretty insane, uh, but just tells you the guy is a, a good football mind. And obviously, you know, he's he's young coach, getting the guys there. Pretty good. Um on this day, so 12 years ago, Kevin Garnett, the big quote, anything is possible. 
when they beat the Lakers. Handed them their oh, ass. Oh, so we get to bring seven. that one up, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's first on my list. <laughs> handed to handed their handed them their ass in Game Seven. But then two years later, the Lakers uh, beat Boston in an awesome Game Seven, and it was Kobe's fifth ring. And what Kobe said was, "I just got one more than Shaq." So I right, love that. And I quote, "Got one more than Shaq." <laughs> and then um, eight years ago, uh, I just saw this on my Facebook feed and bear liked it uh i was contemplating going to mis with my father-in-law but he didn't want to go because junior was racing the uh quote-unquote batmobile from uh dark knight rises and of course the prick wanted it so i was a little upset uh and i do have that replica car though it's a pretty cool car uh but i was pretty damn upset that he <laughs> that he won that race i'm like just finish second i don't want to be pissed off for the rest of my life that i didn't go to the race that he won and uh, yeah. Dan, I am. You're right. Facebook haunts you every year now. Yep. So on this day in sports, though, 26 years ago, big day in sports, 1994, June 17th, the big thing that happened was, of course, the O.J. Simpson chase, the White Bronco, cut into the NBA Finals game, Game 5. Uh, Arnold Palmer played his, his final U.S. Open. Uh, the U.S. Uh, hosts its first World Cup. Game five of the 94 NBA Finals, so that was Knicks and uh, Rockets. The Rangers-Stanley Cup parade was that day, and Ken Griffey ties for most homers before June 30th. So, pretty big day in sports. Yeah, this is this is the day, the one they bring up every year, because 118 things happened on it. So, right. So, I, Crawl Space Jake can see my screen, so he won't count in this. Uh, well, he's not looking, so... Uh, well, I'll give you the stuff. You guess the year. So don't look, Jake. This year, fucking eyes looking. <laughs> there we go. The uh, Rocky Marciano beats Ezra Charles by unanimous points decision in his third world heavyweight boxing title defense at Yankee Stadium. 66. 1930. 69er. 54. All right. Uh, Men's U.S. Men's Golf Inverness Club. So this would have been in Toledo. Uh, Hale Irwin wins his second Open title, two strokes ahead of former champions Jerry Pate and Gary Player. Um, uh, this would have had to have been seventy-eight or eighty-six. Uh, I'll say eighty-six. Seventy-eight. <laughs> 78, 86? Uh, 80. 79. The 76ers yeah. trade Charles Barkley to the Phoenix Suns. 93? 92? Yeah, 92, 93. 94. 92. U.S. Open, Oakmont Golf Club. Angel Cabrera wins his first major title, one stroke ahead of Jim Furyk and Tiger Woods, first Open won by an Argentine or a South American. Oh, six. Oh, eight. Uh, oh, four. Oh, seven. Very good. So this was a fun one, uh, quicker than normal, which I appreciate, a little over an hour, I think. Uh, so thank you to Wes Anderson for Moments in Time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow up songs by Wes. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Brittany at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry to Sparty Steve, we couldn't get to you, but we look forward to seeing you at episode 200, The Pod Beats Patty Boggs 2, Deuce Boogaloo. Look for us in our golf outing on July 11th. That might end up being episode... Uh, 198 is what it may be. Uh, look forward to that. And then don't forget, do not forget to look for us in August when we're going to be bragging that we beat Jeremy with the best shooting percentage on the floor, in the court. Yep, we're going to do it. We're going to Steph Curry him all day, which means we're going to miss about half our buckets, but we're still going to win because we got other role players on the team. We got, uh, I guess, Draymond Green over here, Whoever he wants to be. Uh, Greg Odin. He's Greg Odin. Oh, Sam, Bo Sam Bowie. 
Tim Bowie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, so looking forward to that. Uh, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We're coming for you, Jeremy. Can't wait to shoot 434. Woo. Steve Nash's MVPs were BS. Oh.